Welcome to the Zen Stoic Path. In this episode, we're going to be discussing why traditional goal setting won't ever make you happy and how a unique paradox in Buddhism told by the Dalai Lama allows you to have peace, equanimity, and happiness in the pursuit of your goals. We're also going to be discussing what to avoid when goal setting so that you don't disturb your own inner peace. And lastly, we'll dive into the Zen Stoic mentality behind goal setting that maximizes unshakable inner peace. Let's get into it. One of the key paradoxes in Buddhism is that we need goals to be inspired, to grow, and to develop, even to become enlightened. But at the same time, we must not get overly fixated or attached to these aspirations. If the goal is noble, your commitment to the goal should not be contingent on your ability to attain it. And in pursuit of our goal, we must release our rigid assumptions about how we must achieve it. Peace and equanimity come from letting go of our attachment to the goal and the method. That is the essence of acceptance. The Dalai Lama. So this is a very interesting quote because a lot of what you might see out there when it comes to self-help, personal development, traditional goal-setting practices is this fixation and obsession with the result, this attachment to the outcome. And when we attach to the outcome, when we fixate, we obsess about the result, what we end up doing is we end up living in an abstraction of what we want. We're not actually living in the result. We're just kind of thinking about it in an elaborate or emotional way. And we, what we want to remember is that life is lived in the process. It's not lived in the outcome. And one of the biggest problems that goal setting creates is that it becomes a metric of self-worth and oftentimes what a person attaches their identity to. So people start to identify with their goal. The direction of where they're heading in life becomes a metric of self-worth. Now this creates unnecessary noise and stress in the mind during the pursuit where a person questions their own self-worth at every turn, every corner, because if they're not living in that thing that they identify as, they feel like a failure. So what if we base goals around a process that is truly fulfilling rather than the outcome itself? What we want to remember here is that when we orient goals around a process that is truly fulfilling, it doesn't mean that we don't set a direction and we just start doing things that we think are productive or fun or that we like. What it means is that we do set a direction, but it's very important for us to differentiate between do we love the result that we're after or do we love the idea of the result that we're after? And these are two very different things. One example of this, at least in my own life, is that when I first started my career in coaching and started diving into this whole craft of being able to help people with their emotions and helping people to see themselves in a different light, it began with me wanting to be a motivational speaker. But as I went through that journey and started to learn what I had to do in order to become a motivational speaker, I realized that I did not love the process and what needed to be done to become a motivational speaker. I love the idea of it. I love the idea of it from a perspective of bolstering my own ego, of feeling like I'd made it, of proving other people wrong. And all of these ambitions were rooted in delusional thinking, in thinking that would not actually fulfill me and with a process that I didn't actually find meaning in or fulfillment in. It was a process that I had to grind through and that I really didn't like. So 
with that being said, I didn't orient my goal around a process that I loved. Now, keep in mind, I use the word love for the process very specifically because you're not always going to like the process. And there's a very big difference between liking the process and loving the process. If you like a potential partner for a relationship, you will stick around as long as you're having a good time, as long as there are pleasant experiences happening. But the moment that there's something that you don't like, or with enough repetition of things that you don't like, you will exit from that situation if you just like the person. But if you love the person, if you're in a relationship and you love this person, you will stick with them through the good and the bad. So loving the process of whatever it takes to get to your goal is very much the same thing. If you just like the process, then you're only going to do what's fun. If you love the process, you will do what it takes to move yourself to that goal. You will do the process when you like it as well as when you don't like it because you're in pursuit of something that is meaningful to you. I I remember listening to one of Alan Watts' lectures and he used to ask this interesting question where he said, is a song pointless just because it ends? If the purpose was to get to the end, the best musical compositions would be the fastest ones, and this isn't the case at all. Or, when you dance, do you dance to reach a specific point on the dance floor? Or, when you dance, do you dance to reach a specific point on the dance floor? You don't. You dance for the sake of the dance itself, to enjoy the dance. Same thing when you're listening to a song. It's to enjoy the song through its process. It's not to get to a specific point or to the end of the song. That's not the point of it. So if we look at our goals in the same way, it allows us to have an aim, but also make the aim oriented around the process of doing what needs to be done rather than the result or the destination itself. This is a different way of thinking about goals. When we dance, we dance for the sake of dancing itself. We make the process the goal. Unless, of course, Unless, of course, you know, you're doing dance choreography for the latest K-pop music video. But aside from that, if you're dancing, you're not dancing to get anywhere specific on the dance floor. You're dancing because you want to dance. And if we view our goals in the same way, we actually end up getting the most fulfillment out of our goals. We get the least amount of fulfillment out of our goals when we are in it just for the result, when we're just attached to the outcome. So with that being said, we want to make practice the goal make the process the goal when you create a goal and you aim at a destination think to yourself what is most important for me to create or achieve that would be the first step so you set a direction you say this is the goal this is the result that i want and then ask yourself is the process something that i love can i fall in love with this process and if you can't if it's something that you hate if it's something that you're going to resent day in and day out, then the goal will be hollow and meaningless to you because what you're living in is the iterations. Because what you're living in is the day-to-day. You're not living in the outcome itself. One of the big problems when people are attached to an outcome is that they start to gravitate towards advice like never give up or keep going or don't quit. And this advice generally is good. You do not want to quit because it's uncomfortable or because you feel bad. But it's important also at the same time to know when to say, fuck it, and move on to something else, right? Never give up sounds inspiring in a Rocky movie, but it's wildly uninspiring in real life in the pursuit of something fundamentally meaningless to you. So this is why it is key to make sure that whatever the outcome is that you're after 
is important to you and that the process is something that you love. That way, there is no inclination of whether or not to give up. Because when people give up, it is because they're going back and forth with the question of, is the juice worth the squeeze? I know I want this outcome, but is going through all of this worth getting that outcome? Or is it making me miserable? Is it making my life worse? And those are the moments where you do want to know when to let something go. And those are the moments that you want to do it in. If you set your goals based on ego, based on proving somebody wrong, or showing the world that you're so great, or trying to control some aspect of your life, or cover up an insecurity, then your goals are coming from a place of delusion, and you will not enjoy the process. You will not enjoy your life. You'll always be living for some future that does not exist today. One of the big problems when people are attached to an outcome is that they start to gravitate towards advice like never give up or keep going or don't quit. And this advice generally is good. You do not want to quit because it's uncomfortable or because you feel bad. But it's important also at the same time to know when to say, fuck it and move on to something else, right? Never give up sounds inspiring in a Rocky movie, but it's wildly uninspiring in real life in the pursuit of something fundamentally meaningless to you. So this is why it is key to make sure that whatever the outcome is that you're after is important to you and that the process is something that you love. That way, there is no inclination of whether or not to give up. Because when people give up, it is because they're going back and forth with the question of, is the juice worth the squeeze? I know I want this outcome, but is going through all of this worth getting that outcome? Or is it making me miserable? Is it making my life worse? And those are the moments where you do want to know when to let something go. And those are the moments that you want to do it in. If you set your goals based on ego, based on proving somebody wrong, or showing the world that you're so great, or trying to control some aspect of your life or cover up an insecurity, then your goals are coming from a place of delusion and you will not enjoy the process. You will not enjoy your life. You'll always be living for some future that does not exist today. So when it comes to the Zen Stoic mentality around goals, we make practice the goal. We make the process the goal. Now, the reason why this is important is because we live life in the process. We live in the everyday, in the boring, in the monotonous. We do not live in the spikes of excitement that those outcomes, we do not live in the spikes of excitement that we expect those outcomes to give us. Those are few and far in between. Where we do live is in the process, in the day-to-day, in the monotonous. So when you think about goal setting from a Zen Stoic perspective, there are a couple things to remember. Number one, choose something that is truly meaningful to you number two make sure that it is a process that you love that even if you never hit the goal you'd be fulfilled by exactly what it was that you were doing each and every day and number three ask yourself what does your perfect average boring day look like if you could have a boring day that is truly meaningful and fulfilling based on the processes activities and habits that you do You're living a life that is fulfilling and rich in depth and meaning. 